0: Inside, I'm your host, Bonani Gerald Chuma, and this is a podcast where we discuss all things millennial, all things that affect the millennials and how they perceive life and how they perceive reality. So this goes from the range of love and relationships, you can look into sexuality, you can look into how we're paved for it, politics, religion, it's a really broad podcast that we're hosting here. Yeah. So of course, to begin with, we start with the obvious. What is a millennial? So depending with which source you want to use, a millennial is basically someone who was born between 1980 up to 1997, 1998, depending with which source you're using. So in a way, these are people that span in a period of 16, 17 years apart of that. So as you can imagine, it's a pretty huge margin that we're working with. However, all these people have one thing in common. In Zimbabwe, this was a generation that revolutionized, or that changed how society behaves, that changed the perceptions that people have of certain issues, and that is challenging what was done by the boomers. If you want to think of it as in the United States, in the states people changed during the baby boomers. this is where you had the sexual revolution, this is where you had the feminist revolutions. this is where you then also had um, people coming in with um, at its peak of the sexual revolution. you then had the woodstock show that happened back in 1967, which is infamous or famous, depending with what your background is. In that is famous for having people that were particularly sexually active over a period of four days at a concert. They brought in the demystification of sex. But in Zimbabwe, this came in During the period of the millennials, which was give or take two decades after the Western world had began its own demystification of things. So you find that the millennials came in with uh, issues of how people need to be more sexually liberal. How casual sex was normalizing or was becoming normalized by the society. We then have um, issues of how this paved way for Gen Z. Gen Z being the generation after the Millennials, or in other words, if want to call them the AMA 2000, how the 2000s now see sex as a casual event. How they have taken sex to be just a way of enjoying your body with no cultural or underlining consequences that are supposed to be there so you would find that this all came from how the millennials had revolutionized it We find that the millennials came in with issues of how we need to question what we perceive as normal in our society so we will be discussing how the millennials have changed issues around religion and culture If we then look at religion in Africa or religion in Zimbabwe, there has been a rise in how the Pentecostal movements or the Pentecostal churches are having a hold over people's lives, how they're influencing people's lives and how they're determining the way that even the economy is moving simply due to the amount of money or the amount of resources that they channel and how they're advising people in spending their resources and the hope or the lack of that they're giving people. We then look at how during this period that the millennials were rising and how they're coming into prominence into their adulthood, we've had an increase in how people perceive or how people have deemed African cultures or African beliefs as evil, as evil incarnate. We then need to start exploring or questioning then why is the African ancestor angry at his descendants? Why are the African ancestors cursing their descendants? Why are they the ones that want to see their descendants die? Whereas the Europeans or the Western ancestors are not doing the same thing for their own. Why is it that we think that all things African are backward and all things Western are more progressive and are the way to go. So these are some of the things that we will be discussing if we're looking at religion and culture. When we then look into issues of um, sexuality as a whole, we then look at how is sex now being monetized and being weaponized by the millennials and therefore teaching Gen Z how to do the same. We look at how there has been an increase in these Blesser, but they were there already during the millennial period, and they used to be called sugar daddies. Have we monetarized and weaponized sexuality to an extent that if a man does not have money, he therefore does not deserve sex. And I'm relating this to sex and not to love, because if we then look at love, we're then questioning whether or not love is a real thing amongst the new generation in Africa. Because if we look at it, it is almost as if people are getting married for the sake of resources, as if people are getting married because they need to survive that's the monetization of sex that's the need for people to get men who can provide money in exchange for them providing sexual pleasure in a way have we turned into sex workers as an entire generation simply because of the poverty that we are facing in the country Speaking of poverty as well, we will also be looking into how and um, the national politics, how people are participating in politics. Are people taking part in politics because they really do want to change their country because they're driven and they support whatever ideology that is there in whichever party that they support? Are they believers in that this party is the best thing for the country? Or are people only taking part in politics because of the immediate benefits that they're going to receive? Are people simply trying to make money? Are people trying to survive immediately without looking at the futuristic consequences that the party is trying to provide? So, Are people supporting parties due to poverty? people supporting with their stomachs and not with their heads. Moving on from the issue of politics, you can even look at how we now have issues that are coming into light that were previously not necessarily in the limelight. For example, we look at issues of the LGBTQ. Some would say that there has been a rise in the LGBTQ, but I would rather say that they're now coming more to light. So what has changed? Why are these things happening now? If you look over the last 20 years, there has been an increase in people who have been opening up as members of the LGBTQ. You find that there has been an increase in young people, teenagers, especially amongst the, amongst the Gen Z now, who are of the view that there is nothing wrong with being LGBT. So we now need to then come and discuss on, is there anything wrong with it? If there isn't, then why is there an increase now? If, if there is, then what is happening? Why is culture or our way of life being questioned like this? And we then also look at how, why is the society so opposed? to people who are members of the lgbt what threats do they pose to the people and what threats do they pose to people who identify as heterosexual or as straight so we need to look into all these things so that we're able to come to an understanding and to an enlightenment another very interesting aspect that we're going to be looking at is the issue around is everyone a little bit bisexual? That has been a theory that I have come across a bit as I was studying and the like. And a lot of people have come to believe that everyone is a little bit bisexual. So I think this is something that we really need to then discuss on this podcast. Then we look into, is it a thing? Or are people just exaggerating and um trying to justify whichever end that they're trying to justify? Another fun issue that I have come across is how people now believe that the rise of feminism has changed the role of the man in the society, how masculinity in itself has now become entangled or intertwined with problematic or with toxic masculinity. So in this podcast, we're then going to be looking at, is masculinity as a concept wrong? or are there toxic traits in masculinity that need to be dealt with? And is this as a result of the rise of feminism? In other words, has the rise of the feminist movement challenged and eradicated what a man should be and should men feel guilty for acting manly in the society? So I think this is a very interesting topic that um, we're going to cross as we go on with So, lastly we're going to have interesting guests come through during the run of this of the season they're going to be from different backgrounds we're going to look into business i'm sure we're going to be calling in some business people that have made it in that industry and then we're going to discuss with um with issues around sexuality issues around on the lgbt issues around um, politics. We bring in experts who can help us identify and discuss these things in detail, and then seeing how the millennials affected, or how they, ha- or how they are changing Africa's society, how they are reshaping Africa's society. So, please, if you have any feedback that you that you want to give, any input that you think you can make, please feel free to contact me on my email i'm going to leave it in the description that's there and, um, feel free to also get in touch with me on my phone number and then i'm sure we're going to then move from there and hopefully conduct these discussions more progressively once more this is the millennial insider and i'm your host wangani gerald chuma